Hello and welcome to episode 7 of this AFL Life. We're getting very close to the end. I'm Alison Smirnoff and I'm once again joined by my co-hosts Julia Kiera. Hi. And Megan McDonald. Hey Al. Now, we've got something a little bit special. Mm. Oh no, say now you know. You know. Well, Al knows. I know. What? Well, now that I'm here, this could be a terrible decision. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy hell. Do we tell the listeners what's just happened? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. From behind the pool table, Julia Kiera has produced a guitar. All right, I'm just going to start by saying that the reason I'm doing this is because I feel like I've been pretty angry about in my um, no filters and I feel like that might be giving the impression that I don't actually love AFLW and I do love it and so I've written a little ditty in order to express my love for the game and herein uh, these are just my opinions, not those of this AFL life. We're nearing the end of AFLW2. Let's be honest, by April, what the hell am I gonna do? Seven rounds of women's footy, I've been on cloud nine. And soon I'll be feeling just as empty. As Carlton's forward line <laughs> We asked for drama, we got it Five teams are still alive But once the grand final's over How do the rest of us survive? The memo, the weather, the umpiring Sometimes it's too much to handle Still, I keep it close, like you're a forward, and I'm Pepper Randall. Ah! I know it's still footy when the teams are made up of men, but AFLW, you've ruined me for AFLM. This season was full of stories, like Nat X on Anna Marlin. But not everything was perfect, like when Cox punched Carney's gullet. Paxi, Rocky, Phillips, geez, those demons are so very pacey. Newman's goal down the wing, punch me in the face like Sophie Casey. (laughs) Courtney Gum is 36, can you even believe her? Every game she puts on a show with Thieves, Mick Williams and Alicia Eva. Molly Malloy, Malloy, Conti and Conway, they're becoming stars already. And over in Frio, they gave us a new Maguire to replace Bloody Eddie. I 
know it's still the same game when the teams are made up of men. But AFLW, you've ruined me for AFLM. Mo Hope in the middle, Hutchins in the goal square, Kate Sheehan's on the radio, saying Sigmund's job is beyond repair. Sometimes coaches try to be too clever by half. Just put players back in their positions and watch them give Melbourne a bath. The commentators, they love the backstories. Did you know Lachlan missed out on Sochi? And will Libby be going back to netball after getting smashed in the head by Steph Kiochi? Beck Goddard for a coach. She speaks really good farsi. Shut up, commentators. I prefer a kick in the crotch. From Sarah Darcy. <laughs> It's still the same game when the team's made up of men. But AFLW, you've ruined me for AFLM. Trade season will come with it, a change of personnel. But some clubs don't appreciate what they've got, like Carlton and Lauren Arnell. This AFL Life Season 3, another year on our pod. But seriously, we all wish we could just play footy like Aaron Phillips with one good quad. I know it's still footy when the teams are made up of men. But AFLW, you've ruined me for AFLM. For AFLM. Ah, yes! <laughs> Are you. Did that just happen to us? <laughs> I, look, I did get a little sneak preview a couple of days ago, but. What? Um... <laughs> you were being so short with me on the text. I was like, have you got a topic this week? Yes, it's a surprise. <laughs> Oh, oh, I wish I hadn't buggered up those chords. But anyway, you get the drift. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm going to see Vicky Thorne perform tomorrow <laughs> night. I don't even need to anymore. No need. No Who's that? need. From the Waifs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is, that's going viral. You're right about Sochi and Kiyochi. Though. <laughs> like, beautiful. It's amazing. All right. How long did that take you? No, hang on. We've got to do an interview now. How long did, how long did it take you? Oh, I started on Monday. So it was Wednesday. Oh, just a two-day turnaround. Two-day turnaround. <laughs> Call me Sia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When did you know you had it? <laughs> I don't think I ever had it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can I say it, please? Yeah, sure. Well, I obviously knew it well enough that it's printed, which means oh, that it came home with you changed one line work. on the spot. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I love that we've just avoided addressing all suspensions until you just <laughs> yeah. straight up. Yeah. How do we feel about? Uh, as Julia stated, all <laughs> thoughts are her own. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And I own them. All right. Should we move on? So, Dalad and Kiera, the new <laughs> Lennon and McCartney, or was this a solo effort? Yes. Uh, oh, probably the tune was... An old Kate song that I reworked into my own. 
There's nothing. I, I don't know that people think that you hated AFLW. No. <laughs> you love it. Maybe. You want it to be the best version of itself. Yes. Oprah. Oprah style. Yes. You've got to be living its best life. Your aha moment. Yeah, it's like right. how you felt about that, uh-huh. the Bulldogs last year because, uh, yeah. you know, you knew how good they could be. Mm, that's right. And you, you know how good AFLW could be. could be without restrictions. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting question, which I've discussed during the week. Would you like to see it go full rules next year? Full rules. What's full rules. Full AFLM rules. Eighteen aside, get rid of all the get rid of the changes. That last touch one to be, um, you know, the the most infuriating. Well, mm. I can't see why they can't just make it like state league. You know, eighteen aside, flat mm. flat twenty minute quarters. Like yeah. Um, Discussing it in my household, and, and I think opinion was that maybe even the standard, yes, perhaps a bit more congestion, but the skills are, are getting to a point where you'd get out of the stoppages, mm. and that maybe in fact you'd be less because the players would be less exhausted. Yeah. The skills would in, would improve even further. Yeah, especially oh gosh, I just really sixteen looks like so few people on Icon Park. <laughs> Yeah, especially <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when all of them are in one, one half third of the ground. Or well, one third, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, so one of many decisions the AFL has to make about the third instalment. Mm. Well, let's uh, let's quickly go through last week's games because I, uh, really we want to just get down to the speculation, nitty gritty, and speculate about what the grand final might look like. But last Friday night, Adelaide defeated Fremantle by four points in Darwin. What did we make of that? So I guess Adelaide went into it thinking, as we discussed last week, you know, you've got to win and they still are in with a chance of playing in the grand final. Uh, Do we think they're playing the kind of football that can get them there? I'm not necessarily sure. Mm. I don't know. I look at the top three teams on the ladder, the ones that are I would argue likely to make mm. to make the granny if the winner of the Bulldogs in Melbourne and, and we'll get to the speculation on what will happen, but I, I think GWS are looking the goods as well. And their kicking and their structures really, I think, are, are quite uh, indicative of season two really being a step ahead in standard and in um, disposal efficiency, really. Yeah. And I feel watching the Frio Adelaide game that – it was still um, possibly more season one esque in that there's it was a little bit more hurried, a little bit more you know surge the ball forward, and we'll let this a certain star <laughs> in the goal square yeah do the rest you know and and it, the contacts there and the intensity's there, but the possession brand of football that's really worked for, for Melbourne Bulldogs, GWS when they've been playing well, that's not how I see Frio and Adelaide winning their games, I guess. Mm, fair point. <laughs> I was just wondering, serious question, how much do the conditions affect? Well, having never played in level. Darwin, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, yeah probably, uh, probably a fair bit. Was it was it Randall? Someone was saying that possession was quite hard because they're that it's, sweaty. Yeah, it's like, mm. a, it's like a bar of soap. Get some mm. grippo. Yeah. No. 
Oh, I think fatigue-wise, it would certainly would make things harder. I don't know that the sweat makes it harder. Mm. Obviously, it's not, I mean, wet weather football. It's not wet weather football, is it? I don't know. They made a point of them how much they were using the cool rooms, that sort of thing. Oh, my God, the cool room. Jesus, that was I would be about it. just mainlining magnesium through the week. <laughs> I would be cramping like you would not believe I'd play in those conditions. Uh, so, I didn't see any of that. The girls did quite well in that respect. Yeah. Um, pretty impressive de- defensive efforts by Chelsea Randall and Sarah Allen, particularly in that last quarter. But that mark Chelsea Randall took backing oh, back backing. into the yeah. back. She's like, and for, look, there weren't a lot of contested marks on the night because of the conditions, but she's mm. just one grab. Pluck. Pluck. Well, I guess, big story. I mean, Phillips is, remains aware of her quad. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, she was not kicking the ball on her right much at all. Mm. There was a, there was one particular play I remember. She was, they threw her onto the ball. May have been the third quarter or maybe even the last quarter. And she was in the middle and she, she actually had to throw the ball onto her left foot. Mm. Yeah, she just refused to kick on her right. But she'd already won the game for them basically in the first quarter when they isolated her up forward. Mm. Interesting that teams just let that happen. Let that happen. Yes. I don't know. I'm not going to stand here and say this is how you should play on arguably the best player in the competition. But the old one-on-one, I think they eventually started to sit someone in front of her a little bit more or Antonio really got into it. But she's very – it's it's funny. I think people get – I feel guilty of looking and thinking, God, she gets lucky the ball bounces that way for her. <laughs> but I think, no, she's just very good at positioning her body and, and yeah. all that other stuff. And actually, this is what I was going to say uh, – I th- she and I feel Ruth Wallace as well. It's such an advantage to be able to kick off both sides of your body mm. close to goal. I think two of Phillips's goals were snaps off her left. Mm. Yep, one yep. of Wallace. So especially when your right quad's a little cooked. Yes. Probably good to be able to go on the other one. I think she just does. She has so many of the s- small footy skills. She is perfect. Well, close to perfect in so many of them. And it shows up uh, other players. So She's good off both feet. She's incredibly strong. She doesn't get pushed out of it. She always positions herself in the right spot. She can read the drop of the ball better. Very um, good at that, yep. And can read the bounce of the ball better. There's one where she she's read where it's going before the um, – I think the Frio player goes in to try and half volley it. Yes. And she's already saying that it's not it's going, going to come that out way. The back, it's yeah. going to come out the back. Well, interesting because I, I didn't mind that play from the – No, no, I think as a defender you've got to go to the ball – yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, she just but trusted her. Erin Phillips is is reading it better. She can do the contested marks. So and and so as a result, she's just so hard to play on because even if you're operating at eighty percent in all those things, she's just nailing it. It's and she can do it on one leg. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of a joke. for everyone else. <laughs> it's just it's it's True. a little outrageous that she yeah. is even getting played with that quad. Mm. Any but, almost any other player in the league is not. No, no, that's playing. right. But then you can see what she does. She kicks three goals. She hands that other you yes. know goal off to Perko. Mm-hmm. But look, Freo just overused it. They finished the game with forty more handballs than um, Adelaide. The first ten seconds of the second half, they kick a goal from just a quick tap. Yeah. Collection, huge kick into Antonio, and they need to do that more. Like, obviously, that's a perfect possible – maybe it's a set play, who knows, but yeah. a, a, a beautiful um, – it's come off. But, um, yeah, you, you just Speaking letting – Speaking of go. that play, though, yeah. Antonio was thrown forward and it worked yeah. – Immediately. Immediately. 
And to highlight a few of the, I guess we've spoken about her in passing. Mm. She's having a ripper season. Mm. Yeah, she's she is almost um, Randall esque in yeah, her yeah, half yeah, back right. and then ability to go forward. And she just she just runs away from people. Her yeah. running capacity is yeah. is huge. Mm. The question I sort of had from the game, which I feel like sort of came up in maybe in really early discussions around the practice games, is that the sort of with all the rules geared towards less stoppages, how mm. do you feel that's worked out for some of the top players in the competition who are stoppage geniuses? Specialists. Because I'm, look, I'm looking at Juddy and... She's been quieter this year than last year. Yeah, I mean, she's had to take so much attention with the injuries mm. and that sort of thing. Um, I have an opinion on it, but you, you get I don't, it. I don't know. I didn't really see it. See the direct correlation between what they're trying to do in minimising stoppages and, and certain players. What are, you obviously are getting to a point. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I think more ball ups in the serve certain players serves certain players, and yeah. if you have an amazing midfield, mm. maybe that's when your team is at an advantage as opposed to there not being a lot of stoppages. The ball, you know, players like um, like Brisbane's team. Mm. So much outside run worked really well for them. They make the grand final. Mm. Similar to Adelaide last year, that sort of surge, get it on the boot footy. And this year, well, arguably I think there have been even less stoppages. Those midfields have been able to use their sort of um, class by foot. I feel that sort of come into it more this year, um, hitting up targets, that sort of thing, that sort of thing, instead of just hard nose over the ball. Mm. Mm. Well, because then I think of like someone like Kirsty Lamb. Do you mm. think it's – would you say the same for her game, that it's affected her game? Hmm. Interesting person. To, I love that. She's had a ripper season. Mm. But more – she wasn't starting midfield last season. Yeah. So, it's hard to yeah. compare, I'd say. Uh, Do we actually think there are less stoppages this year, though? Do we think any of it's worked? Oh, I don't know. But mm. this stupid – Last touch rule in the forward line. Uh, yes, yeah, hate it. No, nah, it's it, it changes the whole game. I think yeah. it changes the whole purpose of the game. Yeah. In, in some ways. Yeah. I just think it's an interesting development that the teams that were on top last year, the two grand finalists, and the style of footy has really changed for the successful teams this year. Mm. I, I think. But just to play think. devil's advocate, though, it, yeah. the season's more open this year, whereas we kind of had two dominant teams, whereas I, I, I can't say – I can't necessarily agree that it's a definitive shift. I just think it's the season's more open, but there's been drastic improvement in particular teams, like the Bulldogs. Like the Bulldogs. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think the list that we thought were going to do well last year and did okay are doing very well this year. I don't know what to, to to make of that, but I feel like the cream is rising to the top this year. Yeah, rightly or wrongly, I don't know if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And that might that might be me being very Melbourne City centric. or Victorian cent- centric and sort of being more familiar with those players. Uh, but that that it's like that start. You know, you know when you were speaking about you know just how women's football is usually played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that has probably happened a little bit more this year. Yeah, and that's what I think is the. Th- What's changed is that the better performing clubs have looked at their list and gone, what are our strengths and what game style can we um, put into place that utilises this? As opposed to to players serving a predetermined game style. Yeah. Yeah. Or in Carlton's 
case, having a game style that if one key figure's not there, it really falls down. Um, you know, we've seen with the Bulldogs, they've they've got two key outs and it still works because across the list, it's it's a game plan that um, utilises their kicking skills, which they spend a long time in their training and pre-season nailing. Everyone understands it and on it goes. Which, it do, which isn't to say that they're not unbeatable. Of course, they're beatable, but they can play really good footy in that style. Yeah. I think it's very costly. You've got to look at where, where your key outs are, I think, as well. Mm. They're, they're it's midfield, midfield, midfield. Anyway, Dana Hooker, good. Sarah mm. Allen, great. Rising star. Rising star. Well done. Um, I'm Jance. She was Just good. Having a, she had a really good game. I don't know that she was selected very early in the season last year, but I think she, has she, gone, has she played every game this year? She, I believe, last year was a top-up player. Oh, perhaps, yes. Because of their like all their injuries. She just looks to me like a player who knows her strengths. Yeah. Put in the ruck, gets the handball out. Yeah. And that's her job, and she plays her role really well. Yeah, no, I thought she was really good. Anyway, the next game was up in Brizzy. Collingwood defeated the Lions by 14 oh. points. Someone picked it. Was it you? Yep. I said, well, I'm going to pick it and did. Mm. Because Collingwood are playing that footy that I'm talking. They're playing yeah, that yeah. good ball movement, football, foot skills, mm. experienced players, getting it done. Let Mo be Mo. Mm. I'm going to go with a stat that I haven't checked, <laughs> but that I this think I heard good. in the commentary. Or oh, I might have seen it on Twitter. Yeah. This might be wrong. Thank you, haters. You can give me the feedback. Not sure. I think they said the only – across the two seasons – Oh, Daniel Cherney said this, I think. Oh, okay. Across two seasons, Erin Phillips and Darcy Vessio have kicked more goals than her and then she's three, third for, yeah, for total home. goals. Yep. Mm. So, yeah, those yeah. haters. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's been – she's consistently kicked goals, but she hasn't had huge bags, which clearly is what we all care about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Bernardi, you know, we, uh, in that Frio game, I feel like she – Got some great clunky marks and did some really good things, but kind of undid it in her disposals. Yeah. Whereas this game, uh-uh. She was outstanding. Kick Is in the right spot to kick a few goals. Yeah. She's having a cracker. And, oh, imagine if Collingwood were one game further ahead than where they are now. Oh. You know, they I don't know if we can go back and look and think, you know, what's going on at the start of the season. Mm. But gosh, they're playing well at the moment. Yeah, that's right. Imagine if they're in the mix now. I think it would make dangerous. Things, yeah, dangerous. Incredibly interesting. They've knocked off Brisbane and Melbourne. Mm. I think they'll have something to say. We'll get to that. Something to say this mm. weekend as well. Meg. Yep. Tell us how you feel about Jazzy Garner. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she's quickly becoming my idol. <laughs> <laughs> Respect, moving her back forward for that's what's going to work for the team this week. Yeah, and gets it done. What did she kick in the end? She kicked one goal. She got eighteen disposals, six marks, one contested. She's just smart. Mm, she's she's smart. such a great size. Uses it really well. I really rated Edwards. Uh, she got the hands out a couple of times. Yep. One that set up the Bernardi goal. Um, so they've their forward line's really functioning. It looks like they really missed Sarah Darcy when she was out. Mm. Her ability to wheel onto the onto the left. Yeah. You know, it's an, an, a, I think maybe teams should look more into who's a left footer and who's not before they play any given team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, yeah, playing well. But you know, the score at the end of that game, there's 13 goals kicked, and the conditions are atrocious. Atrocious. Yes. Um, but you know, Collingwood get out of the blocks really quickly, and there's just yeah, that what they managed to do and how Collingwood managed to play, considering that you know. Watching from home, the the screen is foggy the whole time. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that there was quite a breeze and the rain was blowing in onto the lens of the camera. But as Wipe a it. video producer, I was screaming at the television. Yeah. Make hay while the sun shines, though. Collingwood got right out in front before it rains, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. And then yeah. – is that the appropriate use of that expression? That is. There yeah. you go. I don't know what making hay means. Um, Ash Braz, good debut, I thought. Oh, oh. You know how sometimes you say that people are just so good at football? <laughs> well, I think the commentary said, look, ready-made footballer. Yeah. Um, she takes a huge clunky contested mark at some point. Was that against Sabs? Yeah, against Sabs. Like, what a joke. And there's one bit where she's evading, going out and then punting it down the ground. And you're like, where have you been? But, you know, I know she's, what, technically a cross-coder, is she? She was taken in the draft, actually. She so, yeah, was she was drafted. She was drafted. You know, we know that she plays netball, but she has played. Yeah, she's played footy. footy. Yeah. Oh, has she? Yeah, yeah, she's played footy. Oh, the lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right though. Her sort of, she was nimble. Mm. What I loved is she thought, "Can I get through traffic? Mm. Oh no, I'll just do a handball." Bernardi, all Australian. What do you reckon in the squad? Mm. Maybe. Maybe Malloy. Yes. Oh yeah, she's a lock. Oh, yes. Ghana? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon, well, Duffin was incredible, I think, that game. She's their leading disposal getter. Disposal efficiency is 83.3%. Now, if anyone likes to look on the stats sheets, which I do, you know, a few people might get 100% disposal efficiency, but then you look at their disposals and they've only touched it twice. Yeah. <laughs> So you can kind of see how that happens. Now, when you get 18 disposals, it tends to come down quite Is that a what bit. She had 18 Eight, for 80 percent. 18 83. for 83. Yeah. In the in those conditions. Yeah, in those conditions. Like that's pretty outrageous. Good experienced footballer. Enough said. Um, Brisbane what are going into a, a a sudden death almost. Yeah, yeah. After two losses. Yeah. Well, they just. I don't know. I, I think I mozzed them because I think I said the previous week that in, in their losses they'd never really played badly, whereas that first quarter you don't see them. They look completely rattled. They're not playing their style. They managed to claw back a goal, I think, in that quarter. So I don't know, conditions or just being totally surprised, but yeah, they look they look kind of a different team in that quarter. And I guess, yeah, if you're coming into a game, you have to win – well, that's not really a confidence booster. Well, the next game, Saturday night in Canberra, GWS defeated the Bulldogs mm. by 18 points. We want a drama. <laughs> I should take a photo of my smile right now. I'm posted. <laughs> what a game. Can I just say, Courtney Gum. Mm. No, I want to say, no, you can say it. <laughs> Say it. 20 contested possessions. Yeah. It's not even about one thing she does, though. It's, she does it Everything. all. Everything. Mm. Like I said the other week, Courtney Gunn. Yeah. Oh, contested possessions. Huge dukes. Set shot. Goal. Mm. Yeah. Outstanding. Four marks, three contested. A goal. 
you, I think you said off air, Meg, that you'd like her to get the Erin Phillips suite of awards this year. <laughs> and I think it would be great. Table. Yeah. But no one can do it alone. And they also had some other ripping performances. Jessie Dow. My wife. <laughs> wow. That's how we refer to each other. <laughs> <laughs> That goal that you, she you can leave that you can leave that on. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that goal that she kicks where Cora Staunton kind of blasts away from goal, weaves out, and gives her the hands, and then she streams in and kicks it. That kick looks enormous. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It's like, did you do you have that? You do have that in. You do yeah, go it, for anyway. it. And then she sets up Cora Staunton for the next one. Where yes. She, to it, like straight into the next clearance. Yeah, yeah, and where she punts it in, and then Cora Staunton kind of marks it. She moves in angles oh. that other footballers don't, um, and maybe runs about twenty-five meters. But anyway, you don't anyway. get pinged for it. You don't get pinged. Yeah. <laughs> Confession time. I went into a YouTube spiral last night of watching Cora Staunton <laughs> play Gaelic. I did. Watch the interviews. Do you know what's incredible? I'm going to share it with you and everyone should look it up. It's one of the first videos when you Google Cora Staunton, YouTube Cora Staunton. Mm. The way they win some, I um, don't know what it was. They win something significant and they flood the crowd. Flood, like the crowd is enormous. Massive, yeah. For this women's sport and they Huge. flood. Oh my God, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what I loved about Cora's game was she was doing it off her own boot and I think I don't know. Had I heard whispers of criticism that maybe she went herself a little bit too often, but she she handballed at the right time, I, mm. I, I reckon, and yeah. yeah, played a played a team team great team footy from the mighty giants. But mm. that that Jess Delpos goal and she receives and runs it like she's just she gets the ball and she's on the move. Yeah, and she's yeah. just so strong and yeah. powerful. Like she's just. She's just bursting through. Yeah, so I think that criticism that she goes and stuff her own time, I f- feel like that is her weapon. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you've got to have to get it, it and go. Yeah. Um, get it and go and and duck and weave and be and be really strong out of the contest. So, yeah. I've watched that clip of the of that goal and it just has everyone oh, – not, not everyone, they've got a lot of huge players, but it, McKinnon to gum to throws on the boot. Beeson looks for the hands inside. Dow straight into Staunton goal. It was a beautiful bit of footy. Mm, yeah. What about the Bulldogs? They looked all right at the beginning. Well, that's when the away. GWS did well, I think, to just kind of – they've been so powerful in their first quarters mm. to keep in touch. Yeah. I just think they're going back to playing 2017-esque football. And the they're Bulldogs. not playing the way that got them to the top of the ladder. Yeah. Do you think it's because, like, it was – because they were under pressure from the Giants, they just kind of reverted back to that, or it would it would seem so. Yeah, I think they just they you know they took a few shots on goal that maybe they shouldn't have. Mm. Um, I mean, it wasn't all doom and gloom. They were certainly no, no, no they looked at the end of the first quarter. They oh, they, they were in a prominent position. McLeod kicks a couple, you know, and she'd been quite quiet all year. Had she played the whole game? All the games? I'm not sure, but she'd no, been she much had, more quiet. she's only – I think she came in for the first time against Carlton. Yeah. Mosquito Fleet up forward doing – they're doing really well. Mm, yeah. Lammy takes a huge clunking mark oh, on the wing. That, that was beautiful. But I don't know. She always looked so impressive. I, I don't know what to say. And they – they're bringing everyone kind of into the game as well. Um, Faruja kicks another snap goal, almost yeah. like the identical one that she kicked the week four, even though the commentator was saying that was her first ever goal. Yeah. Oh, um, God. Oh, Eva's goal was Oh, Eva on the good. left. 
Jesus. Mm. Tonight I was feeling really happy that my left foot was kind of going in a predictable fashion, but it's got no force behind it, whereas hers is huge. Well, that one certainly was. Um, I don't know. The dogs. Yeah, I don't think. Randall went to Lachlan. That was interesting. But they didn't play that badly, I I didn't think. I don't think they play badly. I I just think Julius was better. They were just pressured out of it. Mm. Now, a friend of mine. She is a friend of mine. Oh, Lord. She's cops some she criticism on the show mm. for her white line fever. M. Mia McCartney. Oh, oh, I hadn't mate. followed you until that. Oh, mate. Talk about my ment- Talk. Do you know what? I am, I'm actually glad that the women's Mark and Goal of the Year don't get a car or whatever because she just lost it. <laughs> she she oh. did. What? Oh, how was that rundown? Yeah. It would have been goal of the year and momentum-wise enormous in yeah. the scheme, yeah. you know, in the scheme mm. of the match. Yeah. Um, just, oh, God, just went the wrong side. Oh. But mm. also, GWS, mate, come on. You, you're playing well, but you've got to run at the ball carrier. You can't just hold back and let her. Because at one point, I, it almost looks like she slows down, like she's waiting like, for like, someone comment me. Is no one <laughs> no. going to get me? <laughs> but look, at the... GWS, really, they just run away with it in the last quarter and the Bulldogs couldn't respond. That's yeah. So well, they finished the set first half really strongly. So, Dal kicks one and then her core is one that she's also involved in. They're both in the second. late in the second quarter, I think. Yeah. Yes. And then they have a similar kind of – I think then is when Gum goes – does Gum go into defence in the third quarter? Takes the big know. marks. I've made that up. <laughs> I don't know, just strong. Do you so, know, I, they're so strong overhead, GWS. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They've got some great – even like Bennett. Mm. Yeah. Bennett's got a good set of dukes. Oh, I like Bennett. I've not spoken about her, but I really I like her. She's yeah. She's a <laughs> cross-coder. She's a netballer, yeah? Yeah. I don't know that she's doing both. Mm. Uh, but similarly, we'll go – I mean, we're going to talk about next week, but Bulldogs, I wouldn't say they're in form. They're not playing badly. But they just got through against Collingwood, perhaps not convincingly. Convincingly, mm. lost this one, mm. sudden death. Yes, we'll we'll get to that game. They actually, the players were not aware. Not that this matters, but all the the commentary was: um, if they had have won that game, they would have guaranteed a grand spot, final spot, considering the Brisbane result. Right. Players didn't know that. Oh. I don't know whether you choose to tell them what. Would you choose to tell them? Oh. Well, you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. They mm. didn't know when they lost. So, would it have changed? I don't know. Would they I have tried harder? Well, no, I hardly I don't doubt know. it. But yeah. But you presume not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. I just want to say thank you to my niece and nephew, Nina and Max, who I a babysat on Saturday. <laughs> and they let me watch two games of footy. <laughs> thank you for trampolines. <laughs> <laughs> The next game uh, was at Icon Park on Sunday. Melbourne defeated Carlton by 35 points. Very dominant display by our friend Junior. Mm. Three goals in the first quarter. It seemed impossible to try and stop her in that first quarter. Yeah, she was on fire. Yeah. Well, we were all there. Um, But Melbourne kicked the highest score in a quarter of AFLW. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then just... Put the pool cue in the rack yeah. for the rest of the game. Mm. Well, we've taken issue with some of the footy gods' decisions mm. or whatever you want to call them this season. So 
I remember we finished the last episode and I said, I hope that as many teams can stay in contention as possible. Mm. That is my one wish for this round. Now, if I knew that the footy gods would grant me that wish but would take mm-hmm. Melissa Hickey's ACL away yeah, from me. You them. can't just make a wish without making a sacrifice, Meg. Holy yeah, you know shit. This. I was like, mm. no. So, yes, five teams were in contention, really. Five teams remain in contention. It's just No, that was no good. We we were there and we went with a big group of Falcons and um, we all kind of witnessed it in the flesh and it was not nice, not nice at all. I just stopped paying any attention to the match after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all good. We're all good mates with Hickey and, yeah, I shed a bit of a tear on the following day when it got confirmed and it's just crap. I hope she feels the obvious outpouring of emotion across the competition for her, the goodwill. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's posting about it. Everyone's Mm. rightly saying what a champion she is. Yeah, she's just – it's just when you see firsthand the work that an individual puts in to Mm. preparing themselves to play footy – it, oh, I'm just gutted for it. Yeah. Melbourne certainly corrected their inefficiency in front of goal, at least in that first half. Yeah. Mm. Nailed them. They did. Yeah, they did. Cunningham looked pretty dangerous. Junior was getting them. Why wasn't Al Downey playing on Cunningham from the first bounce? I know, because the commentators surely would have been screaming out for the basketball-basketball matchup. Yeah. Um, I just Laura Attard, I mean, that's a tough gig coming for your first game, and yet out-heighted yeah. by, I don't know how much, yeah, ridiculous. Look, up. look it up. Uh, and then there was one moment where, you know, she takes a mark on Tilly Lucas Rod. Same deal. Yes. Ridiculous. Oh, how did that, that was very strange. How did that, how does that even happen? Team defence, mate. <laughs> <laughs> look, you just want to look at the importance of, this is going to be, this episode will be, Meg Rates having a good midfield. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How many centimetres do we think Laura Attard is giving away? I'm going to say that Laura Attard is, I'm going to say, mid-160s and Cunningham is high 180s. So I'm going to say 22 centimetres. Oh, I was going to be a bit more conservative. I was going to say about 15. She's Well, we split the difference. She's giving away 18 centimetres. Mm. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's oh. Half a foot. Oh. I just think Coaches. it was a lesson. <laughs> Coaches. Uh, it was just a lesson in ball movement and structure around the ball. Look, we have spoken about Carlton Carlton's midfield not having polish. And when you kind of come up against the midfield with the most polish, it really shows up. And it showed up in that first quarter. To be honest, I was surprised that Melbourne didn't really just keep pummeling away in in terms of trying to get their percentage up to a, um, you know, not an unbeatable position, to, but giving them the best chance next week. But anyway, they they did what they did. Um, do you, do you really think that they took the foot off the pedal? It, well, it felt like they did. Mm. They have. I like, hate the expression "come to play." Mm. Oh, they didn't come to play, but. <laughs> If you're ever going to use it, maybe Carlton in that first quarter. I mean, and, you know, we look, we talk about what can Laura Attard do when she's giving away height, but what can the back line do when it's coming in like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. can you do? No, what can you do? Not and much. And they, they get 40 inside 50s to 19. Melbourne have 65 more disposals. Like the back line are, yeah, that, that's incredibly difficult to defend against. You've got to win the ball out the middle and you've got to give the defenders a, a, a chop out. 
Um, and that just didn't happen. And But I think the focus is so much on, you know, winning – Win the ball, win the ball, win the ball. But then, you know, we're towards the end of the first quarter and there's a stoppage and Elise Junior O'Day has had 10 possessions and kicked three goals and there was no one on her. Yeah, yeah. Shay Audley comes up right at the – sort of right as the ball goes up and she puts some body on. But that's just – yeah, you know you've got to be you've got to be accountable against a midfield like that. You've got to get some accountability. They actually had poor, poor, not poor Carlton or well done Melbourne either way. Melbourne were two goals one thirteen before Carlton had registered a disposal. What? Yes, that's, I watched it again. We watched it there and then I've watched it. There, watched it back. That's what I said. Shh. So they had the kick in, which doesn't count as a disposal. Mm. Um, but yeah, two goals one. All right. Well. Carlton's highest disposal getter was Kate Gillespie-Jones on 13. And that just speaks to the ball being in their defensive half. Like, you know, when when does that happen? That it's not the midfielder with that. You know, it's Kate Gillespie-Jones and Hosking and G get 10 each and Hardeman gets 10. So the two defenders are in the top four. And then you've got on the other end, Shelley Scott getting the uh, – She was up the ground a little more, wasn't yeah, she? she was, yeah. Yeah, you know, with 19 for, for Melbourne – and then you've got June on nine, on nineteen as well. I'm and really the two loving Catherine's on, seven, on yeah. seventeen. They're just getting more of the footy. And I'm loving the, Catherine Smith in the middle. Yeah, I think she's doing really well. But look, Carlton they lack a bit of class. Every time Darcy got the ball, it just felt like she was really a class above. She had more time, and then she would try and you know get a, a teammate into the game, and the ball would get coughed up. Well, that was round six, but now it's time for Meg's. Would you rather? All right, we've put the call out again on Twitter. So thank you to everyone. And actually, thank you to, I better just look up who this was, at Lucy underscore B13. I believe this was Lucy's first ever tweet, from what I can tell. So because you were the first in the week, I'm going to lead with yours. Would you rather the current AFLW umpires or goals that are only one metre wide? <laughs> it's kind of, I read, I was like, that's sweet. No, that's good. Because it's hard. That's a genuine comp. That's a genuine decision. That's really tough. That's tough. I back the skill of the girls in, but one metre goals would be tough. Yeah. I take the goals. <laughs> yeah. You're not into it. No, I reckon it's totally bringing down the standard of the game. Yeah, so do I. So you're going the goals. Wow. Going the goals. Degree of difficulty, I, would, I think I'll just keep the umpires. I'm going to say I keep the umpires too, but if you were to say three metre goals... We're on. <laughs> We're on. Okay, and her second would you rather, would you rather the AFLW Grand Final be played at Casey Fields or it gets played at Amy Park, but if they played at Amy Park, they have to play AFLX. <laughs> Genius, right? Casey. I reckon I know Lucy. Do you? Or she knows me on a spiritual level. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Casey. 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 It's on a Saturday. So you hopefully the, uh, the uh, traffic's a little better. Yeah. I want a BYO grandstand. Yeah, yeah. Or BYO ladder. That's the only thing. The perspective there is not great. Yeah, I love the atmosphere. There's but not, yeah, not a lot of aspect. but Aspect. God, it's a great use of the word. Well done. Um, but I like what you're saying. Okay, I've got another one. We're gonna we're going with a few tonight. We're gonna talk about individual honours here. Mm. Would you rather be awarded your team's best and fairest, or be selected in the All Australian team? I'm just mm. gonna say to get your team's best and fairest and not make All Australian—that's tough. 
Is that tough? Well, How often does that yeah, happen? but look, last year Jessie Dell won her team's best and fairest, and they put her on the interchange in in the All Australian, and she was the only GWS player in there. So I think. Obviously, she makes it last year, but I can envisage a scenario where that might actually happen, where you win the yes. best of Paris and you don't get on all Australian. Um, that is a good question, actually. Hmm. All Australian. Yeah, I think all Australian too. If you named in the starting 16. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, all Australian. I don't know why. It's gut. Yeah, Just I there's don't... a team element to it. You're such a team Player. I have, I have got no idea. So I'll just say Team BNF, yeah, just to make it about me. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> well, I would like the idea for of all, being... <laughs> for all of us. Oh, yeah, for all of us. Oh, hypothetical land. Alice, that was not about you. <laughs> that was not. Come on, mate. None of us are playing AFLW. Alrighty. Venue grand final question. Would you rather have the grand final at a mostly empty MCG or to shut people out at Icon Park? So that's probably a crowd of, say, 25,000. Well, I reckon that's a, a would-you-rather question that was probably already posed within AFL. AFL House when they scheduled Etihad and MCG to host fixtured AFLM games this yes. weekend. So I presume they, they've already made their decision on that one. So we're, we're saying it's a mostly empty MCG. Well, yeah. then, of course, Icon. I would say icon, but I don't think it would be a mostly empty MCG. Yeah. I don't think it would be full. If they just packed the bottom level, that would be great. Yeah. Maybe two levels. It depends. Am I uh, getting shut out of icon or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I think for – I'm going to say the MCG because mm. I think even a an empty, in inverted commas, MCG could still be a crowd of 40,000, which is – a mm. pretty noisy crowd. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And it's a fully optimised football venue. Mm. They could easily have ticketing, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And look, and I think even 40,000 at the G has has a level of atmosphere. Like, and I reckon um, they would get it. They'd get I'm with you than, on all those points. Yeah. I'm with you, uh, I reckon. The only thing is I'm not sure – what 16 aside looks like on MCG. I want to believe, but it's a fat ground. So is Icon. Think like, is Icon bigger? Fatter? I don't know. It'd be close. It's close, yeah, but it's not. Okay. It's probably Take slightly it smaller. Um, okay, so the BNF All Australian was from at Joelberry35. Thank you. And the grand final location venue was um, at Torak. Uh, okay, so two more would you rather's. One from Georgia Holden, who's brought one live to training tonight. Thanks, Gigi. It's to do with your no filters from last week. You can have the AFL season as it has been, and you have to bear the umpiring, the injuries, the lighting at Icon Park, the media coverage, all that sort of stuff. But you get rewarded with a proper final series. Mm-hmm. Top four. Or everything passes so the Underwood test is fine. The media coverage is as we would like it to be. The umpiring is as we would like it to be. It's everything that we want, but you just have to stick with the grand final. Gigi, I hope I got that right. I didn't write it down. I would like just the grand final. And everything to have gone according to, to your correct. plan. Yeah, because <laughs> this is going to be terribly selfish. But as a viewer, I find the just the um, 
you know, top two playing off in a grand final makes everything incredibly high stakes and makes it quite tantalising. I know if you're a player within the system, it's really hard and frustrating. But as a viewer, I like the drama. <laughs> and I would like all the other things to have gone well. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't see – I don't place such a premium on a final series to give up all those other things that I think should be improved. I think just the grand final as well with and a perfect season because – Things have been far from perfect this year, but we're going into the last round and five teams are still in contention and it's bloody awesome. Mm. So Shitsy. imagine how even more awesome it would be if everything else was good. You're both so logical. See, I'm thinking maybe the standard of football lifts with final series because it's mm. not as scrappy. And Julia has content for her no filter every week, which we find so entertaining. No, that's right. But you're right. If we could just have it as it is, but everything that we want. But we brought a musical element into no filter now, so it can just be like kumbaya. (laughs) Kumbaya. But we've kind of, to add to what Al's saying, we kind of got a default final series this year. Yeah, that's a good point. Because this last round kind of is one. Yeah. yeah, like it has worked out that the two at the bottom of the ladder are playing each other, but we've kind of got it this year without orchestrating it. So, yeah. Anyway. And one final would you rather for the longest segment of, of would you rather yet, I better throw it in myself, um, would you rather a longer AFLW season or longer AFLW matches? So I'm going with mm. let's just use AFLM and say 20 minutes plus full time on. Or even the 15 minutes with full time on. If we're still in summer, I don't mind the length of the games, to be honest, now that I've gotten used to them. But I want more of them. Longer season? Yeah, longer season. If we're in summer. I think slightly longer games. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Because I think we're going to eventually, over time, get a longer season. Yeah. That's Please. not the question. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank you, for, thank you for putting your foot down. That's not the question, Al. <laughs> Look, it's my logic and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, I want full time on. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I still, there's just still this element of, eek, it's 15 minutes, the game's yes. over. Yeah. So, I, I just, I want to eliminate that. True. And I do, please, when there are more teams next year, hopefully we've got two more rounds and the final series. Anyway, that's Would You Rather for this week. Um, thank you to everyone who has participated um, and sent your questions in. Been a great help. Okay, preview of round seven. As we said, there's about five teams still with a chance to get into the grand final. So there's a few kind of prelim finals really on the, yeah. on the weekend. The first being GWS v Brisbane on Friday night at Blacktown. Hopefully <gasps> it's not torrential mm-hmm. as it usually is in Blacktown. But, oh, cracker. Yeah. Well... These two teams played each other in a practice match yes. quite a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And Chenoweth spanked them. Yes. I know we've had, you know, two months between now and then. But, sorry, I just went through puberty. Um, but <laughs> I think that's when you and I are probably, and, well, I guess lots of people were thinking, Chenoweth mm, might be on this year. But. GWS are coming off a really great performance and Brisbane are coming off a not great performance. Yeah, we've got one informed team and one not informed team, it would seem. And Brisbane, I don't want to moz them because I do love Brisbane. Oh, yeah. You love Brisbane hard. Yeah, I do love Brisbane hard. But I feel like they haven't 
clinched the high stakes games. So, yep. I know that round there's one. only been like <laughs> 13 or something. Oh, no, they did win round one. I'll take that back. <laughs> but, you know, last year they didn't win their final game of the season against Carlton. They led a, you know, four-goal lead come down to a draw. They lost the grand final. They lost to Melbourne. They, yeah. And I just worry about that. Can I request something? Is it another song? <laughs> I didn't know that was on the t- a possibility, but yes. Uh, no, I would like us for this final round, because you guys shy away from it, I want tips on every match. Oh, but see, <laughs> I have this kind of thing where, like, I've, Oh, because you're gonna. You think it's gonna affect what? I think it's gonna moz whoever I tip, and I. It's an added, added stress to my life that I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I often want to tip the team I want to win. Same. So then I flip it. So I tip the team I don't want to win in the hope that this will somehow. See, this is just stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's> like somewhere... <laughs> okay, GWS. <laughs> Thank you. I think GWS too. I think they're too they're too good. Mm. They're they're playing too well. Hopefully, and I think this goes for a lot of teams that are in contention for the grand final. They have some really great experience, and mm. they've got some young girls or inexperienced girls that will see how they perform when the stakes are high. Mm. Don't overthink it, girls. Uh, look, I really hope that it, this is a Weather unimpeded round, round. if that yeah. makes sense. That's a great wish. Um, because there's such high stakes. But what's your sacrifice? <laughs> oh, mm. holy shit! Hold your ACLs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sacrifice something for you. I don't get to attend any of them. There you go. Oh. Sacrifice enough. <laughs> oh, we I don't want to talk about point. it, but there you go. Who needs sisters? Um, yeah, look, I I just hope that everyone gets a proper crack to play their best footy and then we get the two best teams into the grand final instead of, you know, a, a mud fest where it's, yeah. And then, yeah, I, that's what I'd like. The girls deserve that kind of a shot. Can you shut down the gum? Well. I don't reckon you can. They try, Bulldogs tried and she just went she just, yeah. to another level. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you've got Eva, Dal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Tali, et cetera, to worry about as well. Uh, okay. So, Julia and I are tipping GWS and Allison. You don't have to. No, I'm firmly on the fence. The next game oh, has the unfortunate consequence of deciding the uh, wooden spoon winner, loser. Receiver. <laughs> Receiver. <laughs> uh, it's Fremantle versus Carlton uh, over in Perth at Fremantle Oval. I think I played in this game last year. I'm pretty sure the last round was for the wooden spoon. I was about to say, you didn't play for Fremantle or Carlton. Um, oh, the matching game. Yeah. Which you won. Did that play into it, the psychology of that, not wanting to be the wooden spooners? No, I reckon not wanting to have six losses in a row <laughs> played into it. Yeah. Um, literally, think, who knows what Carlton will do at the selection no, table. I think, um, I think Freo at home. They've been, you know, last week wasn't great, but they've been playing some better footy. And Carlton, the last few games, just, mm, yeah, I think Freo have have more going on, can move the ball better. They've got classier players around the ground. 
Yeah, I reckon Freya will get it done at, at home as well. So you're both tipping Carlton for the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday night, Meg, Western Bulldogs v Melbourne. Yeah, I've written a great speech for the 21st. <laughs> it's going really well. Uh, Do you want to talk about this? Just throw it in your um, face. Do you know what? I don't reckon that I would be able to keep it together if I were there. Very cool. I, you've seen me at a game. I just mm. cut laps. I have yes. to speak to 100 different people because I can't concentrate on anything. And yep. I seriously, I'm atrocious when there's, yeah. High stakes. Yeah. Well. Mm. Well, the winner of this game could very well book themselves a place in the grand final. So it is. Very well. Guaranteed. <laughs> they they get, guaranteed. In fact, they will guarantee themselves <laughs> a place in the grand final. So it is a genuine prelim final. Mm. <laughs> you know, a lot of it's good. You know, you got it on your terms. You play well. Yeah. You win, you're in a granny. Yeah. No, and that's and simple. That, yeah. And that's good. That's good for the players going in. Oh, I don't. Well, I'm late. Oh, yeah. Got a, winning form's good form. Melbourne looks so just. I don't know, lethal in that first quarter last week. But obviously the Bulldogs have a lot going on too. The midfields are an interesting battle, quite different from one another, I reckon, um, in in how they do things. But look, Astor up against Loz Pierce, that's an interesting little ruck battle there. Yeah, it is. I wonder how much – I think Rennie might play a little bit oh, in yeah. the middle. Uh, I reckon it's probably going to be a battle of – which relatively relatively inexperienced forward line mm. can can kick goals can kick goals because midfield both strong i've i think we've all seen firsthand the ability of those melbourne girls to get it done on in big matches mm. and i'm talking finals specifically not just televised etc cetera, etc cetera. backlines strong mm. forward lines filled with cross coders mm. and season 2 Bolters, yeah. Uh, so who's gonna who's gonna convert? Uh, Lauren Spark has to get the job done on Tegan Cunningham for them for Bulldogs to win, I reckon. Mm. But I don't reckon she. I don't reckon she needs to kick goals, like to be no. She just has to, to cause the problems. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm beside myself. I can't. I can't even. I don't even want to think about the game too much. Cause you I, want it to be a draw so that they both play in the granny. Oh. That is well, that that's would, how they guarantee well, playing. What a drama. Granny. And that would be the ultimate drama. That would be <laughs> drama rama. <laughs> um You are really I'm, not going there, are you? Elle is just having little conniptions over there. No, I'm having a little moment. I can't deal. It's just the emotions. I guess what we haven't spoken about is you know, there's the talk return. that maybe KB comes back. And on the flip side, unfortunately, as we've discussed, Melbourne will be without Melissa Hickey. Both can provide teams with impetus. Like, you know, you get your skipper back. On the flip side, you lose your vice captain, but brings a group together. So, yeah. The- uh, Bianca Jacobson comes back in. Shouldn't underestimate how important yeah. she is. I've, I don't know. I wonder if they would have played KB had they won last week. And it's ridiculous, you know, not ridiculous, but it's pointless to speculate on. Another mm. week of recovery probably doesn't hurt if you're guaranteed a grand final spot. Mm. They don't need her to win, though. They've proven that much. But it does offer them – they become a bit more dynamic down forward if she's there. Oh, uh, guts in Melbourne. So I'm going with that. Don't know why. I, f- I think it's just right, watching that in the flesh first quarter last week. I'm a bit bamboozled by it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> they need to do it for more than one quarter. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
and Bulldogs are playing Witten so well this year. Mm. Yes, true. But, yeah, I've said it to you ladies during the week. I think it'll be Melbourne GWS in the granny, so I guess that means I'm tipping Melbourne. Mm. Would not be surprised if the Bulldogs won. But they need to play gutsy football, mm. the likes of which they did in the first half of the season. Yeah. yeah. Sorry you won't be there. That's okay. Can't have everything. <laughs> Will you watch it on your phone? What do you reckon? <laughs> is the, If she hasn't done a slideshow of images, it'll be on the screen. Is the speech at halftime? I don't know. <laughs> the final game of the round is Collingwood v Adelaide, back at Olympic Park. So, presuming Melbourne and Bulldogs don't draw, mm. presuming one of them wins, a win would get Adelaide into the grand final if GWS lose. But if yep. GWS win, Adelaide has to win by a lot. Yeah. So, they asked the only thing that could put them out of contention by Sunday is a draw between Melbourne and Bulldogs. Ooh. Do you know but, what? Here we go. I think, I think Collingwood's going to win. Well, you've been right every time you've said that. But it's this is an interesting little flip because last year they played each other in the last round and this was the game that put the little dagger in Melbourne hearts. Yes. So it's a different situation. What am I trying to get at? But, well, um, it's, I think it's this, It's kind of it could the, be same the same situation. Yeah, it could be the same. It could put the dagger in someone else's heart. Yes, but for Adelaide it's the same. We yeah, win yeah. by – we win and we win by enough. Yeah, and they get in. their granny. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, look, I, I I agree with you. Collingwood, the last few weeks, have looked awesome. Yeah, I like the brand of footy they're playing. Mm. Let Mo be Mo. Banani's on. The freedom. Yeah. You know, you're not playing. I've just said Adelaide got it done last year under the same circumstances. But this year, you know, Collingwood, there's no pressure on the result mm. for them, really. Uh, Adelaide, huge pressure. Yeah. And I think last year... Erin Phillips was just off the chain yeah. in the second half. Like she just going to say the same thing. On a show, mm. she's she's been incredible, even though she's been hampered by injury. Mm. But I don't know that that will be enough. Just having her within twenty meters of goals, yeah, this week. And I think you know Collingwood have enough smart defenders to not let that happen. Oh my gosh! You know what I would love to see. Hutchie I'd love to see Malloy. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see Malloy play on play on Aaron, um, Phillips. Aaron Phillips in the goal square. The old and the new. Ooh. I honestly I just think Malloy's shown some real footy smarts. Yeah, it, that's a, that's an incredible little matchup because you just think look how good Aaron Phillips is and she had however many years out of the game. Yeah. And the girl standing next to her is like at the beginning of that and she's not going to have to do that. Yeah. It's great. I don't think it'll – they haven't really played Malloy as a shutdown defender, have they? Mm. Two ballers. Two ballers. All right, all right. I'm not putting anything on the table. <laughs> made enough sacrifices. Can't ask for anything more from the footy gods. Yeah. Where does Jazz? Where does Jazzy play, forward or back? Wherever she's needed. Float in front of Erin? Yeah. Archie forward? If if they need that to happen, but if they need to hit the scoreboard, they might just play a forward. Yeah, I reckon maybe they wait to see if Adelaide are getting it to Phillips down there. Yeah. They've been pretty good just getting it out of the middle, Collingwood. I just, like, I just can't see Collingwood giving Aaron Phillips as much room to move mm. in as, yeah. as, as happened there, the week at that before. Venue. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Interesting. What's your tip? Because I can Pies. ask you. Pies. Pies for me. Don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... I, 
I, I do reckon the pies for this one. Uh, well, I think that's uh, that's all we've got for this week. Mm-hmm. Have you got any any final thoughts? Anything you would like to see over the weekend? Me, I've already put out into the universe what I want to see, and I get the reverse. So, um, May I want to see ways. Darcy V getting some nice low spear passes into the forward line. That's what I'd like to see. And a pig flying. (laughs) I'd rather see up the ground, as you know. Um, But I I hope in whatever way possible, even though they're still winning and losing, every player finishes in some way. Spectacular. The way they want to. Yeah. You know, have a great moment this weekend. Well, yeah, because for a lot of these girls, this is the last AFLW game they'll ever play. Yep. So have a cracker. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to This AFL Life. You can get in touch with us uh, via Instagram or Twitter at This AFL Life. And, of course, we're on iTunes. Please uh, subscribe or give us a rating or review. Uh, And we, we will see you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.